Today's episode of Primo's Playlist is sponsored by Anchor. Stay tuned to find out more. Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 3 of Primm's Playlist Season 2. My name is Prim, and as per usual, I'll be analyzing 5 underrated K-pop tunes and recommending them based on your music taste. Sorry for the delay on this episode. I've had a ridiculous amount of schoolwork over the past couple of weeks, so I haven't had time to script, record, or edit until now. Hopefully I can get episode 4 out next week to get things back on track. That being said, let's talk about today's theme. Today we're talking about songs with an ambient vibe, the kind of ethereal synth music that seems to surround you when you listen to it. I was a bit worried that this would be too similar to last week's lo-fi theme, but I think that they're distinguishable enough. Since lo-fi has a fuzzy quality to it, I tried to choose ambient music that was more crisp and clean. Well, no use in blathering on, let's pull up the playlist. Our first song today is Rose by an artist named Unfair, coming in at about 100 views on Ogam Entertainment. This has kind of a slow jam vibe to it. The ambient electric piano, halftime tempo, and crunchy chords give the song an R&B feel. Of course, Unfair's voice adds to this feeling. It's not just piano though, there are some weird synths added into this song partway through, ranging from a wobbly sign-like accent to a grungy bass to, most notably, ambient detuned sawtooth synths. Honestly, some of these effects almost remind me of Vaporwave. So it's like R&B ambience and a little pinch of Vaporwave, just a little one. This song seriously reminds me of a slower version of I Am You, You Are Me by Zico. It's a similar combination of R&B and ambient synth elements, though Rose definitely chooses a different side of R&B to draw from. Actually, now that I think about it, the specific side of R&B uses very red velvet, kind of along the lines of first time off of their The Velvet album. Looking a little deeper, those ambient sawtooths remind me a lot of Seesaw by uh, Suga from BTS. Or if we want to make a gaming reference today, the iconic song from Summoning Salt speedrunning history videos, very similar sawtooth. So if you're a fan of all of those songs or just want an unconventional slow jam, definitely check out Rose. Next song, please. Second on the list today is Loving Room by Aisia Aziz from Akademi Fantasia, produced by a producer named Yoon Song, currently garnering 5k views on Super Sound Bugs. This is a faster paced song than our previous one, taking on a more synth wave feel. One thing that immediately stood out to me was the percussion. It has all of its higher frequencies removed and it's made very echoey, essentially fading it to the background. From there, the synths really come to the foreground. The bass, which I think is what's making me think the most of Synthwave, quickly pulses in the background, while the chords and occasional harsher stings surround you, almost literally, due to voice certain effects are panned into one ear or the other. Now I say those are in the foreground, but they're really more in the midground, if that makes sense. Really, the foreground is Aisia Aziz's voice, which is a perfect fit for this song. She has a very deep and precise voice that you just can't help but focus all your attention on. It's almost like she's singing directly into your ear, and yet it's also mixed perfectly into the song. Honestly, this might be my favorite song on the playlist today. I gotta say, Loving Room's instrumental really reminds me of something ID would come up with. Between the synth elements and the strange percussion, it reminds me a lot of her song Just, especially with the bass. Also, the combination of the synth wave elements and ICSZ's voice gives off big Dua Lipa energy, even though their voices aren't quite the same. 
Honestly, it's kind of like if the little ambient bit at the beginning of Don't Start Now continued for the rest of Don't Start Now, or somebody edited the bridge of Break My Heart into a full song. So if you're a fan of Dua Lipa or ID, give Loving Group a listen. I think you'll dig it. How about song number three? Coming in at 19,000 views on Stone Music Entertainment, number three on the list is Fault by Zello. So this song certainly has trap influences. You can hear the quick hi-hat rolls iconic to trap throughout the song, though they definitely start a lot later than you would expect. I appreciate that the ambiance in this song comes not just from the synths, but also from sample cricket noises. It's almost as if you're listening to the song in headphones while on a nighttime walk. Additionally, the use of voice-like synths to add to the ambient atmosphere gives this song a very interesting feel. And of course, there's a contrast between the soft ambience of the backing track and the rap vocals, which I believe Zello has blended beautifully. All in all, a great release! Folk kind of reminds me of Soul by RM for BTS, but in a halftime tempo. They have similar combinations of ambient chord instruments, voice-like synths, and a percussion track that shouldn't fit but does. The main difference is that for Fault, that percussion is trap-inspired, while in Soul, it's more of a swung hip-hop style track. Basically, imagine Soul, but replace the percussion with percussion from... Let me think of a trap-based K-pop song, Bon Bon Chocolate by Everglow. Honestly, despite the genre difference, I think anyone who likes Soul by RM will absolutely enjoy Fault. Before we continue, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. Today we're sponsored by Anchor, the very same service we use to make this podcast. Let me tell you, Anchor is unrivaled in its accessibility. Anchor lets you make your own podcast from scratch, right from your computer, or even your phone. You can record yourself in browser, add stock music from Anchor's own library, and even make simple edits. Or, if you prefer to record and edit in a more familiar application, Anchor also allows you to upload audio straight from your computer. Anchor can also handle some of the more intimidating aspects of podcasting for you. For example, it can automatically distribute your podcast to platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and it can even link you up with sponsors. What's craziest about Anchor to me, though, is that it's absolutely free. All these tools, all these functions, and they don't even cost a penny. So, if you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start, I'd highly recommend using Anchor. It's easy, versatile, and free. Let's get back to the playlist! Our fourth song today, with 17k views on Stone Music Entertainment, is Selfish, a four-way collaboration between rappers Sogum and producers Jason Lee, Nitty Gritty, and Kaku. This song is actually the reason I decided on an ambient theme for this episode. As soon as I heard it, I knew I had to talk about it. Specifically, I needed to talk about that saxophone. What is going on with that saxophone? The rest of this song is a fairly standard ambient track with a heavy emphasis on synths and sparse percussion. But then it just samples the sweet saxophone riff. It's not like it's out of place, it's mixed incredibly well, it just caught me off guard and now it lives rent-free in my mind. Honestly, I can't even follow a standard, oh, if you like this specific song format for this song, because I don't know how to handle the saxophone being there. It obliterates all my potential ideas for recommendations. The rest of his song fits the ambient genre, closes out of everything else in this episode, but then... It's like if you extended the first four measures of Shooting Stars by Bag Raiders into an entire song, but changed the drums, and then also kept the saxophone? If you want a more general ambient song but with a striking twist, then listen to Selfish. Let's hear song number five. 
Fifth on the list today is Sunrise by an artist named Wildberry, featuring is one member Yunbi, currently at almost 6,000 views on Genie Music. I'm really loving how this song has a bit of a jazz vibe to it, with an emphasis on piano, bass, and quiet cymbals alongside the ambient elements more similar to previous songs on today's playlist. This combo works really well with the airy and soulful vocal style. The airy fits with the ambiance, the soul with the jazz. Also, the song is in waltz time, which means I'm legally required to cover it on this podcast. The combination of synthy ambient elements and jazz instruments in the song gives off big Luna energy. Heck, even the vocal timbres remind me of Luna members like Kim Lip and Go Won. It's almost like if you seriously slowed down girls talk by their members Yves and Chu, or if you combined every song of the XX album with a tiny bit of Around You by their member Hyunjin. Definitely, if you're a Luna fan, give Sunrise a listen. Last but not least, let's hear our sore thumb song. Our sore thumb song today is What You Did by producer Minute, featuring soloist and cover artist Avokid, currently garnering 7k views on Genie Music. It's a relatively short song, but it packs a lot of energy into that short time. It starts out with a quick, plucky synth fading in. That synth is present pretty much everywhere in the song other than the beat drop. The song then builds up with clapping percussion alongside Avokid's strong voice, and after chopping up her voice a bit, the song goes into a beat drop, featuring a harsh and distorted voice-like synth and super low, almost horn-like stings for the bass. One thing to note about this song is that it's kind of repetitive in terms of the vocal melody. In a way, Avokid's voice is treated like another instrument rather than a vocal line. Not that it's a bad repetition, it's just a genre quirk to keep in mind. If you're a fan of the K-pop remix channel Aria Creations, especially a longtime fan, you'll love what you did. Seriously, the combination of synths used, especially the presence of that quick plucky synth, makes this song sound like a 2018-era Aria Creations remix of itself. Also, if you play the rhythm game Osu, what you did might appeal to you. It reminds me a lot of the types of songs you'd stereotypically find made into an Osu map. So, yeah, if you're into this kind of dance remix-ish sound, you'll enjoy what you did. And if any of you make Osu maps, please make a map of this song. It seriously deserves it. And just like that, those were our five songs of the week and our Sore Thumb song. How are you guys liking that Sore Thumb song segment? I know I asked this last episode, but I figured, you know, give it another episode, see how people feel about it after they've heard it a little bit more. Also, sorry that it took so long to get this episode out. Midterms, am I right? I've had so much to do at school recently, but again, hopefully I'll be able to get next episode out next Sunday instead of two weeks from now, and we'll be right back on schedule. Anyway, if you're a longtime listener of this podcast, you know that we're not done yet. Let's spin the wheel of segments. And this week's segment is... B-Side Spotlight. Wow, what a throwback to episode 1. It's been a while since we've done B-Side Spotlight, so I'll give y'all a quick refresher. B-Side Spotlight is a segment where I analyze an underrated B-Side track from a popular K-pop group, rather than a recent track by an underrated artist. Today we'll be looking at Converse High by BTS off their Moment in Life Part 1 album. Granted, it has over a million views on Big Tan TV, but considering that it's BTS, that's actually pretty low. The song has a very fun hip-hop vibe. Seriously, it has a slightly slow rhythm, random samples, medium tempo, and a thumping bass. It's the most retro hip-hop feeling imaginable. 
almost New Jack Swing, but not quite. That being said, it also very much has that fresh and soft BTS feeling that their fans love, primarily derived from the airy singing style, which contrasts with the harsher rapping style. Additionally, there are some more modern elements in quieter sections, such as the pre-chorus, in which the swing hip-hop elements fade away and are replaced with a more EDM-like clap percussion-based build-up. In that way, it's almost like a fusion between the boy groups of old and the boy groups of now, a very interesting combination of styles. This song is the exact midpoint between a stereotypical happy BTS release and a stereotypical happy 17 release. Like, this song wouldn't feel out of place in a playlist next to Boy With Love and Euphoria, but it also wouldn't feel out of place next to Monsei, you know? Again, it has a very fresh and soft feeling to it. Honestly, if you're a dual fan of BTS and Seventeen, you'll love Converse High. Assuming you haven't already binged BTS's entire discography. And with that, we end Episode 3 of Primem's Playlist Season 2. If you enjoyed this episode, check out the original songs at bit.ly slash pmp underscore s2e3 all letters capital, all numbers numerals. And if you'd like to support this podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and if you really want to go above and beyond, donate to our Patreon page for special perks. Links to those can be found at linktree slash playlist. That's linktr.ee slash p-r-i-m-m-s-p-l-a-y-l-i-s-t. Our podcast is a proud member of Studio 16. If you enjoy our podcasts, support us for free by joining our Discord server at discord.gg slash 6, capital R, lowercase xw, capital MG, lowercase f. To learn more, visit studio16network.wixsite.com. Thanks for jamming with me today.